So the big question is this, how do you take $42,000 in assets in a one Trackman Bay facility in the back of a CrossFit gym and turn it into a 12 bay, 17,000 square foot training facility in just a few years? That's the question and this is the podcast that's gonna give you the answer. Welcome to Inside the Room on Stockshot Secrets. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Stock Shot Secrets. I've got, talk about legends of golf, legend of the golf room. I've got my uh, lead instructor, Mac McConaughey, here, um, coming in to tell us everything there is to know about Mac. I mean, Mac, you've been, we've, we're going on, what is this, year three? Year three, yes. Year three, because you started maybe March? I don't know. February. Uh, September. 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 Yeah. So, um, and just an absolute rock star. Anybody who has been working with Mac understands that this dude leaves no stone unturned. Especially, just, it's amazing how well you, how great you are in regards to essentially taking someone as a guide and then guiding them up the hill and guiding them up the mountain to accomplish whatever their goals are and then meeting them where they are and kind of... Um, bringing the lesson, like the, whether it's terminology or the training or whatever's, and bringing it to them. So um, it's been amazing for you to be here. So welcome, Mac. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Nice to be here. So, um, so you've been here for two and a half years. But what about before that? Right? Like when you were starting? Like what was the what was the story like? You know, BCTGR. Right? Like where did where did the Mac story really uh, originate from? How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> So I would take it back. The cliff notes would be, I'm just a certified golf nut. I've been playing my whole life. I played my first official round of golf when I was four. Um, my mom and dad just weren't really able to give me golf lessons, so I kind of had to figure it out. Yeah. I remember when I was, uh, I think it was my 13th birthday, I got my birthday uh, gift was a one-hour lesson from the local pro, who I still know, That's by the awesome. way. That's Ted awesome. Ted Osofalo. <laughs> That's awesome. And it I don't even remember what we talked about, but I do remember, wow, there's a lot that I just don't know. Yeah. So rather than delivering papers in the neighborhood, I was actually delivering, getting ready to deliver the papers. I see that the local country club, when I that, that 13th year of mine, uh, they were getting ready to have a caddy program. I go, ah, here we go. Right. This is my opportunity. If I can, if they, if A, if they let me caddy being 13, uh, then B, maybe I have a good shot at the pros kind of taking a liking to me and, yeah. you know, rubbing elbows with them and they mm-hmm. mentor me. And that's pretty much what happened. Um, from there, I just started kind of, you know, working in the bag room back in those days. You didn't need Scrubbing to have a, some hooks. Yeah. You didn't have Let's to have go. a driver's license to drive the car. <laughs> right. You know, 16. So, um, and, and it just kind of just, it took off from there. I was, you know, worked my way into the golf shop. Um, went to college for golf. So it was like a dream, like from the beginning. Oh, I knew very, very, very early on. Were you really obsessed with like the technical side, even as like an uh, as a because we teach juniors, right? Like mm-hmm. your your bread and butter, especially is our futures program, which right. is for anybody who's in, listening in Columbus. Like you're, the what you do in the futures program is like I I can't even I can't imagine anyone doing anything better in the country. Um, but was it was it one of those things where like you were and everybody's different, right? Like I was filming my swing at the age of nine. Yeah. Right. Like I was a psycho. Like, were you really into the technique or was it one of those things where you were more of just a player and like hitting shots and like being creative and, and that type? More the latter, uh-huh. you know, because I just really didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was just more about like, you know, being a kid and, you know, getting out to the golf course and, 
you know, going over to the practice green and just tossing golf balls. Yeah. You know, and it's like you, when I look back on that, I go, "Wow, how amazing was that?" I was really smart, right? Because you know, to be you able gave that lesson yesterday, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you know, being able to figure out where the ball needs to land and what the trajectory needs to look like and how it's going to maneuver its way yeah. to the hole. I mean, yeah. it was um, really neat to see how that comes full circle. But that was really it. I just was I was on the grind, just getting out there trying to play as much as I could yeah. when I was younger. So fast forward, so you do that, you go you go to school, and then you become, what was your first golf job out of, out of school? So I took an assistant golf professional position at the Oakwood Club, which is no longer in uh, on the east side of Cleveland, in yep. Cleveland Heights. Big Browns fan, guys. Oh, Big. enormous. And Joe Flacco will trust. We'll see what Let's happens go. over the next month. <laughs> Let's go. So uh, funny story about being at the Oakwood Club. So this is in like, what, 2000 and two ish mm-hmm. yeah 2002 2003 we had a member there Kathy and back in those days I guess I was ahead of my time what I would do is after the lesson I would type up lesson notes mm-hmm. and I would either hand them out at the club or you know email them to them so like I said this is like 2002 2003 so Journey comes around. I go to South Florida. I do my thing. I come back to Ohio for some family stuff, and I'm back in Northeast Ohio. So this is like 2017. Mm-hmm. One of the guys, I'm working at Golf Tech uh, at a Golf Tech location, and one of the guys says, hey, there was a lady that came in here to see you. She heard that you're here. Her name's Kathy, and she left something for you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what's that? <laughs> it were the lesson notes. Oh, that nice. I had originally given her oh, nice. back in like 2003. That's I couldn't, awesome. I was floored. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I got to read these. Like, yeah. do I need to give this lady her money back? Right. You know, I mean, I'm <laughs> Did fresh I out of co- the- Right. Was I blasphemy? Um, it was actually halfway decent. <laughs> yeah. um, and then next thing you know, she jumps on board and onto my book again. And we kind of. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, I still, I've got every lesson that I ever got from. Mike Bender and I mean I still like will go back and watch him and I mean I used to watch those things like crazy which yeah. is why I think it's so cool at TGR when we give and even on the online program like you've got all this stuff documented now with Coach Now right. and, and everything else so what was interesting when I when you and I first met is what what really struck struck me about you was how you know nothing against golf tech right they're doing what they're doing but yep. what, what, what's interesting that what you wanted to do when you wanted to pull over and come over to come over to the bright side and come over to TGR was how you understood the holistic approach to everything. Yeah. Right. So kind of illustrate, if you could just talk a little bit about, about your passion for that, like TPI, TPI is a massive part of what you do. Yes. Right. Um, and kind of, you know, where that all stemmed from, why, and, and kind of how do you incorporate that into your, into the lesson T? Back to the Oakwood days, there was only one lady that I could never help. Her name was Susan. And she she would have been a nightmare to go through TSA. She had more pins and plates and bolts and screws in her. And I did not know what to do to help her. Mm -hmm. I did not know. I went to the teaching pro. I asked him for help. I said, hey, what do I do? He didn't use it as a teaching moment. Uh, He just took her money and kind of took off with that. But, you know, I was losing sleep over that. I'm like, my goodness, this lady paid me for help. And I just don't know what to do. So So then you kind of fast forward to, geez, I think it was somewhere around like 2007 or 8, like when TPI kind of first launched. And TPI, for those who aren't aware, that's the Titles Performance Institute, Mm -hmm. who've done a great job in regards of connecting golf and body. Absolutely. Yep, yep, the body swing connection. So um, I'm at a level one seminar in Orlando, and I'm sitting inside that seminar, and they kind of – 
you know, start to showcase the body swing connection. And, you know, there's an infinite number of ways to swing a golf club, but there's one efficient way for you to swing a club. And it's based on what you physically can do. And then they're showcasing their curriculum. And I'm like, it was like, I saw the light, like, oh my goodness, this just makes total sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I have like my cousin, Tommy's got both of his hips replaced. If a golf professional tells him he needs to start to learn how to turn his hips more, it's not going to be fun for Tommy, (laughs) you know? So that really struck me. That really changed the course of my life. And uh, as you know, I mean, I am just a huge fan of what they do at TPI and I continue education to them as much as I can. And that's just the whole core is, you know, get if anybody wants to get better, you need to go to somebody, a golf professional, a fitness professional, a medical professional who has a good network of of a team. You got to have a team approach and you have to assess because if you don't, it's just a guess. And that's just really the nuts yeah. and bolts of I it. I love when uh, like almost when our when our junior academy kids or just our players and they go like upset, but you'll you'll hear it more with their junior academy players and they're talking to friends and they're like, yeah, like, where do you who do you work with? Like, who's your swing coach? And they're like, um, I, I, I think it's just the golf room. Like, what do you mean? No, no. Like who? It's like everyone. Right. I have a team of like 18 people. That yeah. all are working for my benefit. 100%. You know what I mean? Rather than like, you know, you obviously have a, a mentor and a coach that we kind of, we have it, but it's kind of like we're all surrounding the player to make them great. And that's also yeah. for the amateur, right? Like you got David and John and everybody's, everybody's got their hands a little bit into like the player's development yeah. in some way. Sometimes it's in the shadows and sometimes it's not. But right. but you also take that into, which is so cool um, and makes it so fun, especially for the Futures. And the Futures program is really a program that we've designed for players like 4 to 12, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you bring that TPI stuff and that athleticism into that Futures program. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does some, a lot of it doesn't even have a golf ball involved. So can you Correct. talk a little bit about that and why that's important? Especially that's, at that age of, you know, my two daughters are in it right now. Oh, Adler, yeah. Adler started in it. Um, so how that's important. Now he's helping us out. I know. He loves coaching. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so that is what you have to do with kids. You know, there's a five-minute rule with kids. You got five minutes to keep their attention. Yep. So we have five-minute stations, and that's what they they rotate through. So you'll have, uh, you know, agility, balance, coordination, locomotion. And golf is always, you know, at least two stations. Mm-hmm. Um, as they progress, we, we make it like three or four. Right. But that's what you have to do. you got to develop an athlete first. And you don't really know what the kids are doing on their own when they're at home with mom and dad or, right. you know, what other activities are they involved with. And, you know, so once, once you have uh, control of them, it's just really important to get them moving, get their explosiveness and dynamics going, yeah. and, and then, you know, just try to kind of capitalize on honing that hand-eye coordination. And then from there, it's, you know, it's really cool to see what those kids do. But they have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, program. I mean, I just had, I had Stan Utley on a, on a previous podcast, and he was saying that, I go, Stan, was it always, were you always a good putter? Like, did you come out of the wound putting well? Or, like, was that a trait that you developed? And he goes, well... I think where I really learned it really well is I was a really good basketball player and yeah. I could do I could spin the ball a lot with my hands and then I was really good at ping pong and then I picked up a golf club. Yeah. Right? So like there's something especially in short game like how to move your wrists and like I got to throw the bounce under it and I got to table tennis and top spin one That's to right. like into the grain up a slope to a back pin and like all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool when you see the stuff that's in the futures and I'm coming in there because we, we drop the two girls and then we get to go, my wife and I get to go take a date night <laughs> on, <laughs> yeah. on Thursday nights. But um, when we come back in, you'll see them and it's like, okay, like they're doing left leg jumps 
Yes. Like they just think they're jumping, but it's like you're actually just working on stability and your vertical force. Like I can see it just because I'm a golf nerd. I'm like, this is going to be great when they're and they're working on like their coordination and sequencing and like yeah. doing a band is like you know very similar to a golf swing. It just doesn't have a golf ball. So um, there's a couple of those. They had we had uh, a couple favorites were uh, sumo wrestling. So we took that big <laughs> a big stability ball in between them and they have to hug it and they have like the you know like the uh, ropes that are outside yeah. and they got to see who can shove each other out and then the other one that we had most recently which was a ton of fun was we called it crazy statue so the kids are standing inside of hula hoops and they have to make this crazy pose uh-huh. and then everybody else has to like replicate that and we see who can hold it the longest yeah. and it's like just just being a kid just having yeah, fun yeah. absolutely you know? absolutely Hey, guys, I hope you are enjoying this episode of the Stock Shot Secrets podcast. If you are enjoying it, be sure to like this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you can always see when they're coming out. And most importantly, if you would be so kind to be able to share this podcast with other passionate golfers who are trying to get better and build Stock Shots because it grows through you sharing it. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now back to Stock Shot Secrets. Um, so what about just the role of obviously, you know, teaching you? So you started teaching in 2002. Is that what you said? Geez, I actually, I mean, I I was when I first started at the country club when I was caddying. I mean, I was a teenager helping them at junior camps, but um, but yeah, my my official role was right so, there, like so two thousand two. How have you seen the the role of technology? Because TGR's got like so much technology, yeah. right? Like, what are you doing now? How are you using all of the techno technology for the amateur golfer that's coming in? That's one of your students. I mean, the launch monitors are amazing. It just it blows my mind how they can pick up that like <laughs> yeah. on the radar, I'm like. You look at impact location, you go, oh, that machine just can show me where I hit the ball on the face. Right. Like, that blows my mind. That's really cool. What Sports Box has done has been absolutely incredible. Um, you know, we want to be able to measure the measurable, you know. Yeah. So for them to be able to take that and not have, you know, all of these cords and things hooked up to players mm-hmm. um, and it's super, super accurate, that's cool. And then, But I, I think probably the best tool is just video. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, the video doesn't lie. Yeah. But it's, it's really cool. a thousand words. Yeah, a thousand percent. You know, I think it's really important to to kind of use that to the advantage of the of the player's growth. You know, if I'm not really a visual person, you know, am I going to be showing them a lot of video in this, that, or the other? Maybe they're more of a kinesthetic person, you know, and that's, I mean, that's where, you know, you thrive with that. It's like, you know, if somebody wants to get hands-on, all right, go to Kyle Morris. He's going to get over there and put his hands-on <laughs> and crank you and put you in the right <laughs> positions. And it's, you know, you got to use the technology the right way because, I mean, there's just so much of it out there. Um, even us as pros and coaches, I mean, you know, we can just kind of get lost in the weeds a little bit with it, but it's just like, if but, you and then it's being able it. to take that same stuff and what you do an amazing job is take that yeah. same, same stuff of like all of these pelvic sways and pelvic thrusts and chest bends and all this stuff. And then boiling it down to something that's like super simple. That's like, Oh man, like you just got to feel like you're like bending over like a cliff a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Like taking all of this stuff and then pinpointing it to making it a simple thing that they can digest and they can go yeah. home with. And then also knowing, which is probably the greatest asset that um, that I think that we've developed at TGR is the fact that there is a clear order of what we're doing, right? It's not like, okay, we're going to work on your early extension, but then we're going to go back here and work on, like, you know, your backswing. Right. And it's like, no, like, we're going to go in order because probably your early extension is a cause because of what you do in your backswing, which sure. might be caused because of your setup, which might be caused because back to the beginning, like, you've got a right hip that's, you yep. know – you know, artificial or something. Sure. So, well, that's what was really just, you know, the kicker for me. And, and like you said, like when you and I met, we were able to kind of get the ball rolling a little bit with our dialogue. And it was, 
you know, you get all this great information with like TPI and you get to assess and, you know, there's all of these different kind of philosophies and, and methods out there. And, you know, I think the the great thing is that at TGR, there's a plan and it's not just a plan. It's a master plan. <laughs> Hashtag master plan. It's like you just, you, you assess, you figure out what's going on yep. and you do what we always call first things first. Right. You know, because there's a cause and effect. And if we're coaches dealing with effects, then we're not an effective coach. Yeah. So if you Good can quote. get it early on where the cause is and that's what's beautiful about it and geez you walk into the golf room and you see the banners yeah you're like how where do i start well module one's right there right we got to learn and how that's to the beauty of it is I've, I've been kind of saying it to the students too it's like if you're hitting it bad if you just took pictures of the banners you go okay now i'm going to problem solve okay first is it my alignment and my grip and my yep. setup okay those are good great now is it my tilt is it my turn is it my hinge okay those are good is it my shift ah i'm Spinning, like I'm not right. shifting. Oh, okay. That's why I'm hanging back. So that's where I'm hanging, right? Yep. And the nice part is it's like your student could come to me and he'd be like, yeah, I'm on word three of banner three. I'm on hinge. I go, great. Know exactly what we're doing. Yep. You know what I mean? So, and it's not like we're not reinventing the wheel. We're just, like I said last night to you guys on a text, I'm just a massive nerd and just study yep. <laughs> study swings for fun. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it's Still. cool. And it's got to be cool for you too is yeah. you're far enough along with what you've built, the empire at TGR to where, you know, some of those kids that have been in the program for years and years yeah. and years, they do exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're there to help guide them, but, you know, they know. Yeah. They know what they need to be doing. Yeah. You know, it's super cool. It's pretty crazy how I'd say, I mean, a lot of our academy kids could probably be really good teachers and they're 17, oh, yeah. 18 years old. Oh, yeah. Um, so diving in, what about just like the the mental side of the game, right? So we talked a little bit about the physical. We talked a little bit about the technical. Um, how do you kind of see – the amateur golf on the mental the mental side of the game and just the aspects of that of that entailing. I just think in life that's important for you and I. That kind of strikes a chord with us. Yeah. You know the, the the mental health and um, things of that nature. But from a golf perspective, you know you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. You know I'm one of my famous sayings is positive shots. You know positive thoughts equal positive shots. Mm-hmm. And that's really important because if you're out there, man, I'm a really terrible putter. Okay, you're probably going to have a really bad day out on the greens today, you know. But being able to, um, you know, the one thing I liked, what what you had said one time when we were, I think it was in a TGR Live, and, you know, you're like, oh, you know, when I'm playing, it's just, you know, I hit a bad shot, and all of a sudden I go, huh, that's weird. Right. That's weird. I do not ever hit a shot. Did you guys feel that gust of wind, and everybody's looking at my ball in the air? Everybody's looking at you like, this guy's lost his marbles. (laughs) There was no gust of wind. There was no bird, and it's that. But that's what you got. I I am so good right. that there's no way I could have done that. <laughs> right. You know, something had to have happened. And compared I think to that's the a, old, like, oh, here we go again. I exact, suck again. Right. And you just go down that rabbit hole, and, and good things don't come about. You know, the the glass is always half full. Mm-hmm. You know, you always have to move forward, putting one foot in front of the other. And it's look, there's going to be another opportunity, another shot. Um, you know, just because you hit a bad shot, the next one isn't more important. Every shot is you got the equal yeah. amount of importance. Sure. You know, what do you find like just as common? Um, you know, for I guess I guess for the, let's let's let me change it up a little bit. If you had a new student coming to work with you, right? Like they're they're listening to this, they've just signed on, mm-hmm. they're getting ready to work with the Mac, right? Mm-hmm. What would you say? What cut piece of advice would you say for you? Go, hey, like. We're about to get started. Here's what you need to understand. I think it's more me understanding what their what their philosophy and outlook is on things. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you go, "What are you trying to do?" 
I'm trying to hit it straight. Oh, boy. Well, that's not going to work well. Right. The ball's always curving. Right. So we got to be able to figure out, like, you know, what stock shot secrets. 100%. (laughs) You got to be able to figure out, you know, what's their approach? What's their philosophy? What have they been told? What are they trying to work on? And then from there, just going, hey, like, this is really what you want to be able to do. You know, we got to be able to have a goal of always knowing where your miss is going to be. Is it going to be the left of the target or the right of the target? You know, if you're if you have a two way miss or you don't know where the ball's going or you're just trying to get it as close as you can, that's that's not the right approach. That's right. not what the pros do. It's not right. what the best players do. Um, so I think it's more of just saying, okay, you know, what are you trying to do? Let's let let me partner with you of letting you know, like, are you right or wrong? Like, you know, you probably shouldn't be keeping your head down when you're swinging the golf club. <laughs> you know, how are you going to rotate through it? Right. Uh, but there's a lot of misconceptions out there. There's a lot of bad advice. It's just more of like, hey, let's cl- let's clear the air. Yeah. Let's go right back to ground zero, and then as you move along, you're going to have an awful lot more knowledge about yeah, the. That's game. the same exact thing that that Stan was like actually uttering on that other uh, podcast as well. Was just the fact that I and I think we do an amazing job of it of indoctrinating the student as to like what is truth. Yeah. Right. So like when someone says or their buddies like you should do this, it's like nah or like you deselled it's like nah it's not actually a thing right a lot of times you know you get you're playing with your buddies that maybe are good players and they're telling you what they do yeah. but they don't even know what they do <laughs> right. what's real and what you feel are two different and, things yeah you know? and, and last question what would you what about um just in regards of students like what do you find the most successful students because all of your students like they do amazing what do you find in what they're doing in their process that makes them really successful inside your, we'll call it your learning system? I would say if they actually stick to the practice plan, I think that's the biggest thing. I I remember I was at a World Golf Fitness Summit once and an advisory board member for TPI is Dr. Tim Lee. And he said, there's three bare bone essentials that every single player has to do to get better. And then he got my attention. Mm -hmm. Number one, you have to understand. You guys should all get a pen and paper. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Number one, your brain's got motor skills and cognitive skills. Golf is a motor skill. You can't change or alter a motor skill. You can only build a new one. So if you're going to build a new one, you got to run your brain through a bare minimum of 60 motor reps every day. Every day. Like a handful here, a handful there. you got to try to build that, I guess, what most people would call muscle memory. Right. Right. Number two is golf fitness. That's the best way for your brain to communicate with your body. Mm-hmm. And then third, and you can make an argument that the third component may be the most important component because that's when you're putting time into the game is having the right practice plan structure. you got to be able to warm up and go through your programming and block and random and compete. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how we, we force feed that to everybody who comes into TGR. Mm-hmm. But I would love to know what the percentage of people who right. actually follow that plan, the people that do, to your point – the people that do are rock stars. Right. They're the people that really advance. And it's like, there's your holy grail. I'm literally giving you the winning lotto tickets. You just gotta go buy the damn ticket. Right. And I think right? it's I think it's the thing too, what's all what I find with the program block random compete and and for those, I mean we did a we did a podcast on it, but the programming is basically setting the foundation and like lasers, mirrors, like making sure Tai Chi will say like yes. super, super slow motion block practices when you're using your noodles and cones and you don't care where the ball goes. You're just making a pattern that is absolutely as per- perfect as you can make it. Could yep. be slow speed, 20%. 
Then random is kind of the bridge between the two, different targets, full routine, and then competing is you don't really necessarily even care how it looks, just make the ball go in the hole, right, right? and creating stress. But it's almost like a separation of like type A and type B, where you have player, you have people that are type A and you have people that are type B, and it's the goal of the type A's to kind of be like the type B's and the type sure. B's to be like the type A's. Yep. So you have guys who are like really, like me, I was really, really good at programming and blocking. I needed to be better at random and competing, and if sure. I could go back, I would have. Yep. Then you have people that are just like, no, just let me hit balls. I want to go play, 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 play. And yep. they're really the random competing is like, yeah, but like you need a cone and a camera. Right. You know what I mean? So it's it's and I think it's our job and it's one of our callings of like discipling them to lead them into a little bit of the other side of the the circle to mm-hmm. hopefully meet in the middle. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, make um, them well-rounded. And, and, and kind of guiding them. So um, that's amazing. So thank you so much, Mac, for being oh, here. For this is Appreciate awesome. It. Thanks that's for being cool. a part of TGR. You're you're amazing. Thank you. Um, and thanks for coming down on the Stock Shot. My Secrets. pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of Stock Shot Secrets. Now, as a listener of Stock Shot Secrets, I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to get better. So if you were to go to stockshotclub.com, I'm going to give you seven days free access where you can send us your video and we will give you personalized individual attention as to what you need to do so that you can start building stock shots. So just go to stockshotclub.com and register there. We'll give you seven days free where you can try it. And then if we like it, you can stay inside the Stock Shot Club where we can become your coach and walk with you for your entire journey. Thank you so much and be sure to go visit stockshotclub.com.